Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Millennialism with me, Katie, and him, Adam. Hi. That's you, Adam. <laughs> um, super excited to be back uh, after a couple of weeks that we kind of took a break from podcasting. Uh, definitely my fault. There's been a lot going on um, on my end with work and preparing for the holidays. Um, but quickly before we dive in, let's just take a moment to say that last time we spoke, we were talking all about our predictions, hopes, dreams for the outcome of the election. And we now know that Biden has won and not just has won once, but unequivocally many times, seeing as Trump has insisted that he do many recounts across many states. So that's really exciting. Well, there, it seems like there are like new confirmations coming in every day that he won. We're, we're, I'm just like, yeah, we know he won. We, we knew it two weeks ago. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's like, no, we get it. He definitely won. Trump Trump is the only person at this point that actually needs confirmation <laughs> that he won. <laughs> I actually just exactly. got a notification on my computer like two minutes ago that said that I forget what state it was, but Michigan or someone reconfirmed again that Biden won. And we're like, yeah, we get it. We know. <laughs> I saw another news headline that said that he is uh, already like um, starting a campaign for 2024. He so just on. needs to not. <laughs> Can <laughs> he just go away? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what What have you been up to since the last time we recorded besides celebrating Biden's victory? Well, I mean, as I said, getting ready for the holidays, which um, on that note, happy Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. was on Thursday. Um, so yeah, other than just kind of being busy at work, uh, my boyfriend and I went down to his mom's place to spend Thanksgiving with his mom and his brother. Um, we were not very social before that because we were trying to do, you know, like the two-week quarantine-esque type situation. Um, but yeah, we took we took Cooper down and he met, uh, he met Toph's brother's dog, Toby, who's like a giant chocolate lab slash bear cross. Um, <laughs> And they liked each other a lot, so that was cute. Um, I stuffed our face with a lot of food, 99% of which were carbs, 1% of which was protein, a.k.a. the turkey. Um, carbs the best food. Everyone knows that. Exactly. Our plate was very uncolorful because it was my job to uh, bring down the vegetables, and they got left in New York. So <laughs> it was a very vegetable-free meal. As it should be. As it should really? be. You're, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, what have you been up to? Um, there's been a lot of, it's not only your fault that we haven't been able to record. I've been very, like, it's just been tough for us to schedule because you've been very busy and I've been very busy too. Uh, I actually bought an apartment like three weeks ago. Oh my God, that's so yeah. exciting. Yeah, I know. So I'm moving in, moving in in about a month or so. Wow. Right, right, right around the new year. So I'm really excited about that. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Love living with friends, but it's going to be nice to have like my own place. Um, besides that, just been very busy with work. Uh, and speaking of work, I actually have, I know for a fact that we have a new fan base in uh, Sweden. Um, you know, I've been working as a, like substitute teacher. And uh, a couple mm -hmm. of weeks ago, students in the ninth grade, they found the podcast. And um, they've been asking <laughs> me, they've been asking me for a month now to to give them a shout out on the show. So I guess I have to, otherwise they're just gonna keep asking for it. So um, yeah, yeah, I don't know 
if they speak English or not. Uh, well, you should give them a shout out in Swedish just in case they don't speak English. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're they're in ninth grade. They should speak English, but I I have them in like math and science classes. Well, don't be such is... a harsh teacher. You can you can <laughs> say hello, ninth graders in Swedish, and subject right, us to so. your your kiga. All right, I guess. Well, here it goes. Tjena allihopa i ni det, va? Eh, kul att ni lyssnar och eh, jag vet att jag har lovat att släppa den här podden och eh, hälsa till er väldigt länge. Men nu får ni den äntligen. Så eh, ja, Leon, Axel, Emilio, Teddan, eh, mer och mer, eh, Siri och eh, alla andra. Men det är ni som har frågat efter den mest. Så hej på er. Hoppas ni njuter av den här podden. Har det gött. Vi ses i skolan. Plugga bort. Typ. Yeah, that was about it. I have no idea what you just said. You could have just totally, I don't know, planted some like Swedish propaganda and I'd have no idea. But I'm going to trust that you were just shouting out a bunch of of ninth graders. Hello, ninth graders. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, they're going to enjoy this episode, I hope. Um, I hope so, too. Might be good like English class as well for them to listen to. Yes, I love that. Well, I'm really excited about this week's topic, even though I know that um, you are a little bit of a skeptic, Adam. (laughs) Um, But this week, we're going to be talking about all things astrology. (laughs) Um, Yay! Yay, astrology. Um, To kind of start us off, you know, with a little definition, astrology is quite simply the study of the correlation between the astronomical positions of the planets and events that happen on earth such as your birthday um there are 12 astrological signs which are also known as zodiac or star signs which fall fall across the four different elements of earth water fire and air so each of these zodiac signs kind of represent a range of different personality traits um and i guess people kind of use it as a way to classify themselves Um, as a means to kind of understand better who they are. So uh, that's my little preamble about astrology. I personally think astrology is interesting. I wouldn't say that I hold it to a science by any means, but I definitely have investigated it to quite a degree throughout my adulthood. So Adam, I'm kind of interested to hear about what your initial reactions to astrology or kind of star signs are. Um. Well, my initial reaction is probably just bullshit. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, but it's it's been like I, I feel like in the last couple of years, more and more of my you know friends or people that I follow on on Instagram, uh, they post stuff you know like memes uh, about their their zodiac sign, and they're like, ah, oh, this is so me. And uh, I even had like a friend of mine came. She was like, I don't know her that well, but like we spoke and and then we you know we we hit it off like as friends we had a good connection, and she was like, ah, oh, what uh, zodiac sign do you have? And I was like, I'm uh, I'm an Aries. And she was like, oh my god, that explains so much. That's why we connect so well. <laughs> I was like, all right. Are uh, you but, yeah, me? I'm sure that we had this conversation at some point. <laughs> probably, but it was not you. It was someone else. Um, I don't. I'm not. I can't remember you ever saying that to me. Um, but yeah. Anyway um and uh, yeah i've seen a lot of people post stuff about that i'm not sure if it's because it's become more popular or because people are like at a certain age like as myself like 24 where everyone's trying to find themselves or find explanations for their own behavior um but i i feel like you know no matter what zodiac sign you have you just 
read into like everything could be applicable to your personality if you just read into it enough i feel like but i don't know yeah. i'm uh, I, i'm definitely a skeptic and uh i wasn't thrilled when you first kind of um <laughs> you know you know sent me the text we should talk about this is what we should talk about but i have full faith in you and trust in you that you will guide this conversation to uh, be meaningful anyway <laughs> Well, yes, it's funny that you say that about being a little bit of a skeptic. When I first flighted the idea, there's actually a podcast that I love listening to called Girls Gotta Eat, which, you know, little shout out, we'll drop a link to their podcast uh, in the description. Um, but there's two hosts on that show too, Raina, um, Raina and Ashley, and they were talking about how whenever each of them has a has a topic that they want to flight to the other one, they say, hear me out. And then they, they say what their reasoning is. And I use that on you as a way to convince you this week to do astrology. So yeah. shout out to, to Ashley and Raina for their hot, hot tip on how to get your podcast partner to do the topic that you want to do. <laughs> well, you seem so um, just pumped and psyched for it. I couldn't, I didn't want to kill your enthusiasm. So oh, that's why. Thank you, well, you know, I felt like last time we spoke, it was quite a heavy topic. We were talking about something that was very pertinent to the moment. And I wanted to do something that maybe was a little bit lighter, a little bit more fun. And I also feel like that leads me nicely into my caveat, which is that I know people tend, can take this stuff very seriously. Um, and by no means would we ever want to, you know, uh, seem like we're making fun of anyone's beliefs or, you know, things that they take really to heart. Um, but this is just our kind of personal views on astrology and what it means to us. Um, and at least for me, um, you actually were jumping ahead a little bit, Adam, because that's one of the questions that I wanted to talk about later was like why astrology has become a really big topic of conversation, particularly with millennials in recent years. But well, I, I feel like can, least... it doesn't matter. I think we can dig deeper into it than I did. Oh, yeah, for sure. But at least for me, I've felt like as I've become as I've gotten older, maybe trans transitioning out of teenagerhood it's definitely a time where you're exploring your self-identity and it's a confusing thing to explore it's such a big topic of like who I am and I think astrology is like a really easy way to start kind of thinking about you know what who am I what are my personality traits like what are the good things about me what are the maybe not so great things about me um so yeah I think that's kind of where a lot of people start to transition into it um but kind of diving straight in so the sign the the way most people classify their their uh, zodiac is via their sun sign which is dictated by the position of the sun at the time of your birth um so for me i was born on august 18th which means that i am a leo which is a fire sign represented by the lion or a lioness in my case um my ruling planet is the sun um and there's a few traits that are typically kind of corresponded with leos which are you know they tend to be seen as outgoing confident passionate but on the flip side they're also known for being quite stubborn a little bit self-involved and a little overly emotional <laughs> um so i'm curious adam from you knowing me to the extent that you do how on point or off point do you think that sounds wait run through their your kind of characteristics one more time so they're known for being confident, outgoing, and passionate, but mm -hmm. they're also known for being stubborn, self-involved, and a little bit over-emotional. Um, yeah, I would say that's pretty you. Uh, <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> uh, I, think, I think you agree with me here. So 
Uh, yeah. No, no shade. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> no you're shade. very, you're very outgoing and you're very passionate about everything you do. You always kind of go 100% into whatever project you take on um, or work or, you know, re even relationships. And, uh, um, but I think also uh, this is not like a psychology. <laughs> this is not, this is not an examination of your psychology, but um, but I think you also get very like emotionally attached, maybe because you are so kind of into everything that you do. Um, and I'm not sure if it's like, you know, I wouldn't say that it's too much. I just think you're passionate about certain things. And, and because you're uh, passionate about them, that's you care and you form a, like an emotional bond to to whatever it is. Yeah, no, I think, I think I totally agree. I definitely when I first read about this about myself, I definitely felt like, huh, yeah, I can definitely see myself in that. And I think as something that you brought up before, which is something that I think about, is that a lot of the words that they use to describe zodiac signs can come across as like a little bit generic, you know, like you don't need to be a Leo to be passionate or outgoing or confident. But the way that I think about it is that there's kind of a scale for every type of, you know, emotion or personality trait, right? There's like people who are very outgoing to people who are much more shy and so I think something that the zodiac signs do is they kind of say like if you were to exist across the scale maybe you are more on this end than you would be on the other end but it's not to say that somebody who is not a Leo couldn't also be super confident or passionate etc mm -hmm. um, and quickly before we dive into your sign I just wanted to call out some of my fellow Leos because I was pretty proud of this list I'm not gonna lie so other Leos that you may have heard of before include Barack Obama that's a pretty big name Leonardo DiCaprio also a big name Mila Kunis who is like 100% my girl crush so I'm so in love with the fact she's a Leo Daniel Radcliffe uh, JK Rowling Chris Hemsworth Jennifer Lawrence Madonna <laughs> I'm really not mad about any of those to be honest <laughs> I feel well, like I'm probably, pretty keeping good company. I mean, yeah, well, you did choose a very like select group of people. But well, I'm just gonna no. say that that was the that was the that was just the list as it existed on this one website. I think it was called like horoscopes.com or something. So yeah. I did not pick and choose. I will say that. I'm I'm just uh, looking online here now. It says compatible signs for Leos, and it's an Aries, and that's me. Yes, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Don't jump too All far right, ahead so, because. So. So before we started this episode, I asked you what your birthday was. I knew it was March, but I didn't know the exact date. And you are March 26th, which, as you said, means you're an Aries. Mm -hmm. um, so to give you a little download about Aries, um, Aries are also a fire sign. So we both are fire signs, but you're represented by the ram and ruled by the planet Mars. Um, in terms of characteristics... Aries are known for being courageous, determined, confident, enthusiastic, optimistic, honest, and passionate. But they're also known for being a little impatient, moody, short-tempered, impulsive, and aggressive. <laughs> so after hearing that, how accurate do you think that is to who you are? Well, I think it's more interesting. How accurate do you think it is? Mm. Well, I definitely do think that that maps to you pretty well. You're definitely courageous. I mean, the fact that you just like took off around the world alone as a teenager to play tennis in, the, in a completely new country. You just like moved to New York with so much vindiction and just like did your thing. You're super determined, super confident. Um, and also, yeah, I think optimistic, honest and passionate very much so encapsulate who you are and all the things I love about you. Um, 
in terms of being I don't think you were impatient I actually think you have a lot of patience you used to put up with me being (laughs) coming into your room every night insisting that you watch movies with me because I was a sad mess at the time um and I don't really see you being short-tempered impulsive or moody. The one thing I will say is that you are competitive as fuck. And I think aggressive <laughs> is maybe a trait of competitive people. So I will say that I think I can see that in you a little bit. Yeah, I don't think I agree with impatient either. I do think I have a lot of patience. And uh, maybe the, the you know, um, my pupils uh, who are listening right now can attest to this. I do think <laughs> I have <laughs> And I don't think I am very like short tempered. Uh, it takes a lot to wear me down. I think uh, I yeah. would say that I'm somewhat impulsive. Uh, some oh, like, you would. Th- yeah, I think. Well, with some things, I'm. I think I'm. You know, uh, I'm just looking at up here myself. Another kind of uh, strength, or at least characteristic, is that you're very organized. And I do think I'm very organized, but at the same time, like uh, impulsive. So I'm. I don't know. I maybe I don't think things through too much, like at times. But uh, I wouldn't say like it's necessarily a weakness. Sometimes I think it's good to be a bit impulsive and just be, you know. It, I think it goes hand in hand with being like courageous or you know confident that you, you know, you can pull this off even though it might not seem so. Yeah, I feel like all of these, like the weaknesses, it depends how you twist them, right? Like being. Um, I mean, impatient and moody maybe are not the best qualities, but being impulsive, I agree with you. I think if you're someone that's confident and like believes in themselves, then impulsiveness might be how some people view it, but other people might just view it as being a go-getter and not being, you know, overly, you know, there's those people that can kind of circle the drain forever of like, should I do it? Should I not do it? Should I do it? Should I not do it? And it's like, you kind of just end up never doing it because you get stuck in the cycle. Um, yeah. Whereas maybe quote unquote more impulsive people are just more willing to kind of like take the risk and take the leap of faith, et cetera, which I don't see as a bad thing at all. Yeah. I decided today that I'm going to do a half Ironman next year. So I've been trying to get in touch with friends to see who will, who's down. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. Why an Ironman, not like a marathon or something? Um, Cause uh, I like the idea of doing like a triathlon, like, um swimming uh, biking and running oh my gosh you're crazy i like i feel like the running and the biking thing i could get down with but the swimming in an ocean thing just sounds horrible yeah it's in a lake though so it's a bit better than the ocean but still it's okay yeah so it's it's 1.9 kilometers uh just a little bit more than a mile of swimming followed by half a marathon and no, followed by 90 kilometers biking and then half a marathon. Oh my gosh, that sounds insane. Yeah, do you have enough. a do you have a proposed date for when this would happen? Uh, I found two races. One is in at the end of May and one is like mid June, so I have about 6 months to get ready. Oh my gosh, that's so soon, Adam. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> I feel like maybe a know, little impulsive. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to be 25 at the time. And I think, you know, 25 is maybe when you peak physically. So I feel mm. I feel confident. <laughs> I I'm feel confident. confident. I'm determined. <laughs> enthusiastic and optimistic and that's, passionate. You're such about an this. Aries. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, I love that's that. Happy. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm like right before we started like recording, I was actually um, looking up 
when I was like waiting for you, I was just looking up um, how to like register for the both races. Oh my gosh. Well, I wish you all the best. I will not be the friend that's joining you on such journey. But Don't if you ever want to run a half marathon together. Yeah. <laughs> okay, see, so you've already found someone. I get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> anyway, talking about friendships and people that you want to do things with. One of the things I wanted to talk about for our astrology conversation is compatibility. Because um, I feel like a lot of people maybe one of the first moments that they really turn to star signs um, more seriously is when they're looking to kind of judge compatibility with others. So, you know, people may look at it for romantic partners. um, They may look to it for friendship advice. um, And I think for me personally, this is where things do get kind of interesting um, because for Leos, their greatest compatibility is with the signs Aries, Aquarius, Libra, and Gemini. Um, And, you know, when I think back to kind of my three most serious relationships, they kind of all are in that group. So my first serious boyfriend was an Aries. Then I dated a Libra for a long time. And then now I'm with an Aquarius. Um, And then when I think about my closest friendships, I have a lot of friends who are Libras. I have a couple Geminis. I have a lot of Sagittariuses. My sister, who was like one of my best friends, is a Sagittarius. Um, And then a couple of Leos. So I always think it's really interesting to think about, you know, the fact that there's even if you don't believe in star signs or zodiac signs, like there, I definitely believe are patterns to the types of people that you're attracted to, like the energy that you put out versus the energy that they put out are like inherently going to be attracted or, you know, not attracted to different types of people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I kind of think that the world is ruled by patterns um, and human nature is kind of ruled by patterns. Some are explainable, some are not explainable, but just thinking back across like my, you know, the relationship, the most important relationships in my life they definitely seem to follow kind of specific patterns when it comes to the zodiac um so i'm kind of curious to hear like what you think about compatibility actually before we jumped on the line you sent me the um the birth dates of some of your closest friends so for an aries it says that your compatibility is best with leos sagittarius's gemini's and libra's which is very similar (laughs) to mine Mm -hmm. Um, but for your best friends, you said that they're born on June 30th, June 10th, and May 10th, which means they're a Gemini, a Cancer, and a Taurus, which is not necessarily as matched up as maybe mine were. But I'm curious to know, you know, do you feel like you see patterns in your compatibility with other people? And like, do you think there's anything to the idea of astrology as a way to kind of map compatibility between different individuals? Um, well... Short answer, I have no idea. But when you when you sent me like the question uh, about like my closest friends and their birth dates, I, I was like, all right, let's because I, I had no idea. So I had to look him up on Facebook and all of them seem to be like I, I just looked up like three or four. But the ones I chose uh, were just some of the first ones that came to mind. And most of them are born in like the summertime, uh, mm. you know, June, uh, May, April. Uh, or like, mm-hmm. you know, late spring, early summer. Um, I wasn't sure if they were the same, had the same like zodiac signs. Uh, but so I, I honestly, I haven't been thinking about it too much. Like, obviously, there are some people or some, you know, kind of people that you connect with more. And uh, if I were to do, a, you know, a deep study of who I like, the people I like and the people I respect and, uh, you know, the people I, I would like to know, 
I'm sure there would be some signs. Um, I have no idea if they are like compatible with their, you know, zodiac signs or um, or if it's just personality traits that can be found in in any signs. Um, so yeah. that I have no idea about actually. I was hoping that maybe you could help me out uh, to kind of, um, you know, uh, let me know who I should be friends with and who I should date. <laughs> well you seeing as you have a strong compatibility with leos i mean our friendship makes sense um yeah. and, and <laughs> who else do we have sagittarius libra gemini's i mean i feel like at least for those based on what i know about them they they tend to be very kind of strong personalities people who have a lot of you know pa passion uh they have like very ambitious they go after the things that they want um but then like a Libra, for example, is very much so about like fairness and people kind of getting to work together towards like an equal goal. Um, but I do think, you know, for fire signs, particularly people who are tend to be a little bit fierier, they maybe are attracted to those who are also a little bit fierier. So like fire signs tend to go really well with air signs who are the the ones in the Zodiac who are um, more kind of go with the flow. They like want to adventure. They want to like go out into the world. Um, so I don't know. I feel like maybe those are just some traits that you could look out for in people um, that you would either, you know, consider dating or maybe want to be friends with. Um, do those kind of sound like the kind of people that you would feel like you would get along with? Um, yeah, I suppose so. But um so who who should I date then according to zodiac signs? Like who am I most compatible with, and and what characteristics should I look for? Mm, okay, so you're asking me a question. I don't know exactly off the top of my head, but at least damn if <laughs> damn it, Katie. I mean, I will by no means say that I am the expert in all things zodiac, but I am looking up, and it is saying that. Um, here, I'll read this to you. So it says, Aries love style. Like their ruling planet Mars, Aries are hot and stormy. They're a combination of confidence and passion combined with temper and petulance. Everyone who ever loves an Aries tries unsuccessfully but excitingly to tame them. Oh, you're untamable, Adam. I love that for you. Yeah. Um, you're Could a wildly true. flirtatious fire sign. You are flirty. I feel like you've got a, <laughs> you've got a flirty streak to you for sure. Um, so okay, here you go. So your yeah. best Zodiac love matches for Aries. So Gemini, mysterious and up for anything. Gemini's deep personality keeps Aries endlessly intrigued while Gemini loves Aries. No hold barred, no holds barred approach to life. When so you are, can go for Gemini. Gemini. When are they born? When are they born? Let's see. I think they're May. I want to say they're end of May. Okay. Uh, May 21st to June 20th. So actually one of your best friends, I don't know which one that was, but That's you said Oscar. that they're a Gemini. Oscar, yeah. Oscar is yeah. a Gemini. Yeah. Um, and then you could go for a Libra. So mm. they're balanced and low key. Libra can rein Aries in, encouraging them to reflect on their deeper self, which can sometimes be hard to do on their own. So if you want to do a little bit of introspection work, you can go and yeah. find yourself a Libra. So basically, um, it's just about finding someone who has like somewhat opposite characteristics of myself. Yes. You know? So I feel like to some degree, I mean, you know, they always say like opposites attract. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I know is also echoed in the Zodiac. So 
when you look at the kind of the zodiac calendar, there's it's a circle, it's represented in a circle, and there'll be a sign that's directly opposite you. So for example, for me, uh, my sign is Leo and my exact opposite on the zodiac map is an Aquarius. So um, they tend to have features that kind of do simulate that kind of opposite attract type of mentality, but also kind of like complement each other. So like the places that you have weaknesses, they have strengths, um, but there's like things that you both enjoy doing um, kind of together. So uh, like creativity, for example, apparently Leo's and Aquarius's are both creative. So um, that's something that we share, but Leo's are very um, extroverted and kind of crave attention, whereas uh, Aquarius's are like, fiercely independent so um you can see that there's like places where maybe compatibility would be a little bit less uh, assumed but is actually you know good for one another you can teach each other things that maybe you didn't know um how to do before i'm gonna i'm gonna scour my facebook friends later and see who i'm most compatible with (laughs) who's born in who's born in may i don't know i'm reading i'm reading i'm just looking online here and it says about my sign that their circle of friends need a wide wide range of strange individuals mostly in order for them to feel like they have enough different views on personal matters they don't know how to resolve that's very true i think you think so yeah Yeah, i mean i I have friends from like all over the world since i you know studied in the u.s and yeah yeah for sure i get get along with very different people yeah and that's that's something I think is like also cool when you look at the zodiac of like you know I have a couple of friends that are Leos but you know not the majority of my friends and I think it's interesting to see how like people from you know different like that come from kind of different personality traits and different standpoints kind of complement you and help you be a better person because if we were all the same then that would kind of be a lame world yeah well I have a question for you then so how have since you've like gotten into this stuff i'm not sure how long you've been like you know reading your zodiac zodiac signs or or whatever uh, or learning about it but how has the this kind of guided you in your own life has it like helped you make decisions or you know about whatever but like who to date or friends or you know have it helped has it helped you like resolve anything well, I would never choose to be someone's friend or date someone based on their zodiac sign. I think that's taking a little bit far. And actually, that makes me think of a funny story. One of my um, ex-colleagues was telling me about how she worked at a place once where her boss, when they were interviewing people, um, would ask people what their birthdays are. And in the U.S., it's illegal to ask people you know, what year they're born in because that can be seen as ageism. Um, but she would just ask people, you know, like, what's your your like month and day um in order to know what their zodiac sign was because she refused to hire anyone that was a virgo i don't know why she had a thing against virgos but she would just not hire virgos which i'm like that's definitely some sort of discrimination um you definitely should not be able to do that but yeah i think that's taking it to very much so of an extreme um and i also like virgos so that lady should go away um Imagine getting but, that email. Like, thank you for your application. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we have decided to move on with a different candidate who's not, who doesn't share your zodiac sign. <laughs> yeah, they're like, uh, we have enough Virgos in the office, so we're not going to be hiring another one. Thank you. Um, but in ter- terms of like, you know, what role does it play in my life? I definitely feel like, you know, when you start dating people more seriously, 
when you are like coming out of teenagerhood or maybe when you're, you know, a young adult, you realize that, you know, people are all very different. And, you know, maybe when you're a teenager and you're sharing a lot of shared experiences with your friends, um, you kind of all come from a similar place or point of view. Um, So it's kind of easier to know, like, and you know each other so well, you've known each other the whole way through school. So you don't really have to like figure them out, if that makes sense. But when you meet someone new and you're getting to know them, there's inherently going to be things that you're just like, I do not understand why you are the way that you are. And I think that, you know, I kind of first turned to Zodiac signs as a way to better understand myself and like what my characteristics were and, you know, start to understand the vocabulary of how I can talk about who I am. And then also when it came to my partner, like understanding, you know, why he was the way that he was and, you know, maybe just open my eyes to kind of a different point of view and a different way of thinking about different situations. Um, I think this comes up a lot for couples when they start fighting, you know, like some people are really fiery and they get into these like really heated arguments and they're like shouting at each other or, you know, some people are more likely to like shut down and not talk and, you know, just kind of go into their own little like hole. Um, And I think if you're someone, you know, who is really fiery, if someone starts shutting you down, you're like, what the heck is going on? I do not understand. Um, Mm -hmm. So kind of using it as more of a source for understanding, you know, other people and what other different personalities are like and how you can kind of, you know, adapt the way that you behave to make it work. If there's tensions in a relationship, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like I, I lived with you before you met your boyfriend and, and, uh, you know, I saw you go on multiple dates before you found the one, but <laughs> did you ever just, out of my own curiosity, did you ever like after a date, you know, if he, if he said like what month he was born or whatever, did you ever look up after to see like if, if it would be compatible or what <laughs> his characteristics were? I definitely did do that. And it's actually, I don't think I did it after the first date. I want to say that I did it after the second date. And it's actually okay. funny because I didn't try and do it slyly like, yo, you know, when's your birthday? Um, <laughs> but instead I was just flat out like, what is your star sign? And I remember him saying like, oh my God, you too. Like I went on a date with this other girl and like on the first date, she was like telling me to download CoStar and like you know figure out what my star sign is and I was like you know it's important you know if we if if I if we're not going to be compatible I'd rather just know now just if the stars are going to tell me then the stars are going to tell me um and it's actually kind of funny because I do think that he represents a lot of the uh a lot of the traits of an Aquarius um and an Aquarius was a sign that I'd never really had much much interaction with before I don't think I know any any other Aquariuses so yeah. um it was a whole new whole new world for me I'm really how about you have you ever done it no never never uh I'm reading here how to attract a Leo woman a woman mm. born under the sun sign of of Leo will always enjoy a visit to the theater an art museum or a fancy restaurant she wants to be showered with flowers and gifts <laughs> I mean but as definitely the goes, fancy- displays of affection rather than an expensive routine of her partner she can be a bit uh domineering and needs to stay in control of her own life if her partner holds her as valued and queen like she that she is there is infinite warmth care and attention in her heart to respond Mm. i feel like that's pretty true being showered (laughs) is definitely something i enjoy (laughs) yeah i think uh, most people do 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think that that is very particular to a uh, to a to a Leo. Here, yeah. I have how to seduce an Aries. So, if you have your eyes on an Aries, have a good plan in mind how to capture their heart. Aries are all about options, and this captivating sign often has many admirers. Ooh, Adam. It may take a while for them to realize you're serious, and by the time they do, they may have already you may have already lost them. Here's how to make this quick and playful sign stand still long enough to fall for you. Number one, crank up your flirting game. This wildly flirtatious fire sign takes the initiative in romance, and they, they want you to do the same. Uh, number two, always be up for adventure. Don't get too comfortable on the couch. Aries is a restless sign who always wants to explore. That is definitely you. And then talk yourself up. Aries are wildly addicted to confidence. Casually mentioning just how hot you look as you head to the car before a date isn't bragging. It's true. <laughs> Do you think that's true, Adam? I, I'm, I'm trying to picture that in my head, like us going to her car or my car. And then she's just like, look how hot I am when I'm walking. <laughs> Some of these websites definitely have questionable <laughs> ways of interpreting this advice, but yeah. I definitely think that you would be attracted to confidence. I can see that. And yeah, you're super yeah. adventurous. I can yeah. never imagine you being with anybody who would just want to hang out and watch Netflix every single night, even though you did that with me for like three months. Yeah, well, we were both just kind of depressed at that point. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, that's that's very true, actually. maybe I feel like we should just retitle this podcast to some something to do with like love i feel like every topic we we discuss or we talk about like we always end up in the same place talking about you know, love talking about we're love hopeless yeah. romantics adam i, guess, that's I mean why. i did the same i did the same thing with john a couple of weeks ago so maybe it's my fault yeah maybe this is just a love and romance podcast really yeah. we didn't even know it <laughs> well what would we title it uh I don't know. That's a good question. You can't put me on the spot like this. I'm going to have to think about it. I'll get back to you. Maybe we'll have like a sub-genre podcast that's like specifically about <laughs> specifically about uh, love and romance. Um, okay, so the next thing I wanted to talk about is something that you touched on a little bit before, which is kind of like the rise of star signs and the kind of the increased attention that astrology has kind of gotten over the past few years. And I was reading an article um, by The Atlantic and they said that there, there's um, something that's happened in the last five years that's given it an edginess, a relevance for this time and place that it hasn't had for a good 35 years or so. Millennials have really taken it and run with it. And in the article, they were talking all about, you know, meme culture and how like, you know, the quote unquote youth of today are like all about, you know, memifying everything and that astrology has like really taken. It's like a really easy thing to memify. Um, mm -hmm. But I think there's other reasons that this stuff has kind of taken off. And, you know, I'm curious to hear, to hear your thoughts um, about why you think this has really kind of become a, a thing that people are talking a lot about again, uh, about now specifically. Um, well, I'm not sure if it's like, as you say, say it's like it's been growing at large, like in society, uh, but... I wasn't sure if it, it was just like among my circle of friends, just because we're getting to that age where, you, as we said before, like where you really start to kind of explore yourself and try to find answers about your own behaviors. And you really um, look inwards, I guess, to try to explain why you are the way you are. Uh, and zodiac signs may be able, like, able to help you explain some of your weird traits um, or at least like 
get an explanation for why you act the way you do because then it's easier mm. to just kind of predict your own behavior and and uh yeah if, if i mean if you're really serious about it find a compatible partner uh based on their zodiac sign um i don't know maybe it's because we're so used to we we just craved to fuck how do i phrase this i maybe it's just because like now we all have smartphones we can get the answer to anything anytime we want uh every answer is just almost every answer is just like one googling away so maybe we want to do the same thing for our personalities mm, yeah totally i feel like that's definitely a part of it um and yeah i think kind of what you were saying about people now or maybe you know at this age specifically are becoming a little bit more introspective and you know i think that makes sense for our age group but i also think it's maybe more so about like our generation just having this kind of greater awareness for ourselves and who we are and you know obviously as the world has changed people are getting married later there's like this greater time in your life when you're like young and quote-unquote single like you're not married you don't have a family etc um and that's like kind of opened up this time in people's lives to really figure out like who they are and what they want and you know kind of just be an individual and I think with this kind of greater space to try and understand yourselves, people are going to turn to things like astrology as kind of like a guiding, um, like a map to figure out who they are. Um, and I think, you know, this is re reflected in a lot of different ways throughout culture. Like we have these um, introspective retreats that people go on now, like silent yoga getaways and like digital free adult camps that people go to for overnight. Um, and there's also just this like rapid destigmatization of like therapy and people kind of taking their own mental health into their own hands and, you know, being more open about talking about, you know, themselves and how they're feeling and who they are. And um, yeah, I just think there's kind of this bigger shift in society with people just being more self-aware and seeking this kind of greater sense of personal enlightenment, enlightenment which I think is a positive thing um, as for society as a whole. I think if we were more um, in tune with ourselves and more aware of why we do the things we do and why we behave the way we behave, then um, maybe we'd be, you know, able to kind of navigate the world with a little bit more awareness and care for how other people are experiencing the world too. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. I also just feel like millennials are just very curious about, you know, ourselves and there's been this big movement towards like self-acceptance and, you know, in terms of like body image and, you know, yeah. who you are and it's okay to kind of go against the kind of be a little bit more frictiony against the norm um, mm -hmm. and beat to the rhythm of your own drum, which I think is really cool. And I think that astrology does kind of play an interesting part in that it's not driving the cultural shift by any means, but I do think it's an it's a reason why it's becoming more relevant now to young people than maybe it has been in the past. Yeah. I'm going to be uh, studying up on zodiac signs and then asking everyone in my class about their birthday so I can know how to get into their head and get them to do the work. <laughs> that sounds like an interesting application of it, but I'm yeah. interested to see how that goes. <laughs> I'll let you know. Um, Definitely. So. They, they need well, to, if, they're, if they're still listening like they they need to focus better and i need to find a way to make them 
focus better. So this may be a way. I mean, I don't know about you, but I definitely was not good at focusing in ninth grade. So I definitely feel for them on that one. Don't say that. Don't give that. <laughs> <laughs> no excuses to the ninth graders. No I'm sorry. You guys should all pay better attention and make sure you do what Mr. Gavin says because he's the Prof boss. Uh, <clears throat> professor. Oh, sorry. Professor. Professor Gavin. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, thank well, you thank for you. indulging me in this topic. Yeah, and I you, hope you I, learned a little bit about yourself and who yeah, you should yeah. be looking for in a partner. Yeah, you all almost converted me to believer. Well, go go do some reading. Um, do your birth chart um, and, you know, learn all about your rising signs and your moon signs and all these other things that we did not talk about because astrology is huge and there's so much that you can talk about with this stuff. Um, but yeah, I think well, it's really this is, interesting. This is the first part of, uh, this is the first episode of a five parter. So, Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll get, I'll get studying on the other stuff. So I, so I don't trip up next time. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. And that also will give me some more time to relax while you do all the work. Great. Sounds good. Well, you All have right. an apartment to move into, so you gotta get yeah, you gotta do exactly. that. <laughs> well, there's still a few more weeks before I have to do that. So, um, yeah. But anyway, thank you for listening in and tuning into this episode of Millennialism. Sorry, we haven't put out episodes in the past like two, three weeks, but hopefully we'll we'll try to be be a bit more regular moving forward. And uh, there's a lot going on in both of our lives, so if we don't put out an episode, that's why. But it also means that every time we do talk, hopefully we have some more stuff to talk about. And this was actually, this was really interesting, Katie. Um, thank you for I'm glad this. Glad you liked it. Yeah, I'm always, you know, as my star sign, zodiac sign says, I'm always very open and curious. So um, I have the same attitude going into this episode. Well, thank you for being receptive. And it was so good to catch up. And we will talk hopefully next week. Um, before the madness of the Christmas period kicks in. Exactly. Well, go subscribe to this podcast and uh, send us a message if there's anything you would like us to talk about. See you next week. Take care. Sit it on with